Wish Bish Flish Flosh. Wish Bish Flish Flosh. Hi. 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 Welcome to Wish Bish Flish Flosh. Uh, we don't have a thingy with the thing. Yeah, I was just thinking about that to flip flop because yeah. I it, this was on a uh, like a, a fifty movie um, compilation thing called the the eighties the best of the eighties. Helena Bonham Carter yeah. and David Hasselhoff in the best of the eighties. So seventy hours worth of the best of the 80s. <laughs> yes. So it had uh, uh, best of the eighties. Was a Mill Creek. <laughs> One of those Mill Creek collections, and I don't know how I stumbled across my mom's a werewolf. Yeah, but it it had all these elements that I thought would be completely entertaining and fun. Oh yeah, for nineteen eighty nine. Sure, it, uh, again, I think it definitely fits within at least you know I don't know if there's a theme necessarily of all of our things so far, but I think it fits within whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. what we watched. Yeah. Uh, my mom's a werewolf. Thank you. Um, go to cultfollowing.co. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff there. And we'll see you next time, guys. Right. <laughs> uh, we don't want to talk about the Dumbala connection. <laughs> that's uh, If the next movie we watch has a reference to Dumbala in it, then um, that's right. I'm going to be number one, I'm going to be freaked out. Number two, we can call it like the Dumbala trilogy. Uh, the podcast changes its name at that point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and and we had a, experience. I mean, we also had a dog in this, not a talking dog. True, true. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely had a talking well, dog. Mom's kind of a talking dog if you want to get technical. I'm just it's true. Yeah. Talk now. As is John Saxon. Joining us is Sean. Drugs were huge back then, McLaughlin. <laughs> Drugs were huge back then. Well, I mean, yes, but you are right. I mean, I'm thinking drugs were huge back then. So, who wants to start with a plot? Because it's very simple. Um, Yeah, there's this girl, and her mom is a werewolf. (laughs) She did. She wasn't always that way, though. True. Okay, so mom life. She starts out as a, a, I think, straight up vegan. Oh no, she does have the. She's vegetarian because Mm -hmm. she has yak butter. Yak butter. Yeah. Uh, spinach thing at the beginning for for supper. Uh, not really having. Well, she. Is, I mean, she's a she's a she's a good mom. She's you know sure, providing. Sure. But there just kind of seems um, like the mom and dad are kind of drifting apart. The spark is gone. The mm-hmm. spark is gone. They established that uh, the teenage daughter um, is being a teenage daughter with her uh, horror loving horror loving friend yeah um she's like super into horror yeah really annoying like she's just like the i'm I'm always i was just constantly thinking like why did she keep her around (laughs) she's so annoying she like drags her to the horror convention and doesn't have any money you know and she's always asking her to buy stuff for her yeah Um, yeah not cheap things either yeah i know like 170 bucks or something like a 75 dollar magazine of fangoria in 1989 money too you know number 12 right yeah i'm sure i'm sure it's worth that much but and i love that it was like 175 dollar magazines just out on the rack on a a spinner rack right comic book style not even like in plastic well this is before the grading system with plastic backs and everything right i would think yeah uh so mom goes shopping to get away uh, for the afternoon because the dad is working all day 
not coming home for supper or am i missing a step there um she's 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 sure. legitimately going shopping she right. wanted to get some uh some dog collar chick collar oh, oh the yeah flea collar. Collar. Flea, right flea right collars, yeah. Yeah. so that brings us to the pet store <laughs> the, right. like the carnival of pet mm-hmm. stores uh free running around totally i really like that scene i mean not you know not just because it was the introduction of the you know luminous john saxon who's mm-hmm. tremendous in this movie he's tremendous in everything i mean mm-hmm. he really is um like that dude i don't think he knows how to phone it in um but he's so good in this he's movie. also not playing a detective which true is, or a police officer which right. is nice to see right right um but before that even happens i genuinely thought that was a funny scene it's like she just goes into this pet store which is this really bizarre pet store there's like a, a cage with an obvious fake bat that's just like flapping its wings incessantly and you know she yeah, keeps, looked like a wind-up toy yeah yeah really. totally and she keeps getting freaked out by things like something darts across her i just thought it was so funny just like randomly she just goes in this pet store and like things are like jumping yeah. out at her and yeah. she's just getting freaked out i thought that was pretty good uh but yeah then john saxon shows up and um just steals the movie <laughs> like just fully steals the film at that point uh, well, wearing sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wearing yeah. a full three-piece suit. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, indoors. And then he, he has the fangs, and he does a thing with the glasses yeah. to kind of influence. And you know. And then, you know, the eyes are kind of like brownish-y, whatever's whatever. They're a little bit off. They're not like normal, normal looking. Um, but he gives her four packs of flea collars... And says they're on the house. Right. Yep. So, f- full suit. Uh, just looks like some random dude who would be shopping for his own dog. And I, one of you said, well, how do we know that he, he actually... He doesn't look like somebody... He's not dressed like you would expect the proprietor of <laughs> right. this particular pet store to be dressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially as a diverse and loose as this particular pet store actually is right i mean they do have i mean i i expect somebody to look like maybe uh steve Irwin, you know or something you know <laughs> jungle hat right you know steve was that yeah yeah steve Irwin, definitely the crocodile hunter um yeah like and then she like she gets she goes out of the store she gets her purse stolen yep um, and then there's like a whole like kind of little foot chase with the purse and like random good Samaritan tries to chase down the purse thief. Then he goes into oh, a car which, wash, which is the second time that we hear the first song. Oh, in the right. opening credits. Yeah. Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, yep. totally. They, they get some proprietary usage. to the film. Itself. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Pay for it once. <laughs> yeah. Use it as many times as or it's like. the director wrote it. I don't know. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I doubt. Yeah. I mean, certainly that song's very famous, but, um, yeah. And then, so ultimately John Saxon, you know, ends up like stopping the guy, getting her purse and she's like, Oh, thank you. And they, so then does she just, she goes to lunch and he follows her, right? Yeah. She just goes to the next stop. Yeah. Yeah. Cause when she goes shopping, she always at, for lunch, she always goes to the same place. Yeah. It's kind of her routine thing to do. Yeah. And so that he follows her to the restaurant. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah, exactly. And then meanwhile, she's being followed by her daughter and her daughter's friend. And I don't know, was it the, uh, because we kind of skipped over, there was a, they go to see a fortune teller um, and fortune teller. Oh, yeah, at the horror convention. Yeah, at, the, at the horror convention, which another funny that, that you said the that like it says fortune teller and it says notary public. No, no, on no, it. Notary public. Yeah, yeah. 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 Sign, yeah. <laughs> which is pretty good. Um, but so was it. Always supplement your yeah. income. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Side, side hustle. Yeah, was the, uh, the the fortune teller the one who said that like her mom might be having an affair or she or she misinterpreted oh, she it? Didn't, she didn't even talk about the affair. Right. She, she's yeah. like your mom. You have the pentagram on your <laughs> Yeah. face or something and then her friend's like, like isn't it no it's a zit yeah it, it's it, <laughs> right it's just random fortune teller uh ranting yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. garbledy gook mm-hmm. okay yeah um so they're following foreboding. her very think, foreboding yeah, yeah 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 so she thinks like the daughter's like well she's having an affair and so of course this is reinforced by the fact that john saxon shows up and he's like He's like ordering bottles of wine for her. He's like literally kissing her right there in the middle of this restaurant, licking her hand, licking her hand. Oh, that's right, uh, multiple times. Yes, like that was so good. He's just licking her hand. Little John, growls here and there too. Man, to quote Saxon. the dialogue, "I want to crawl inside you and die right now." That was so good. I've been using that one for years. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Works every time. I just want to crawl up inside of you and die. Every time. That's an A-lister yeah, right there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then, like, basically something happens. Oh, yeah. She orders the a, a flaming dessert of some kind, and he must be scared by the flames. And so he runs away and, and stiffs her with the check with, like, these two really expensive bottles of wine. Uh, I I didn't know if he ran away because of the actual food or if that was part of the plan. Uh, right to what to to stiffer? Yeah, because that way, because like, she would follow she him, would follow him, Got say it. what's up, because she knows where he works. Right, right, and then boom, love making time. Cause, well, because you know, he's, <laughs> yeah, because because why would you go back to that pet store? Is because of his office. Yeah. It's true. Is decked out. He got like deck- like the movie Troll. Yeah, it's like yeah. which is yeah. all foliage, like foliage everywhere. Monkeys, and, uh, like ostrich. Um, it's it's crazy. Yeah, yep. Full Ostr- four poster bed. There's a yep. uh, 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 monkey of some sort in a cage. I don't know if it's a <laughs> very, monkey or baboon. Uh, very or not something. happy to not be in that cage. Yeah, not happy at all. Like, and, and, like none of this stuff's ever explained. I'm so confused by the fact that he's like a pet store owner he's a werewolf pet store owner who has like a secret pet store sex lair in the back behind some lockers right yeah well yeah almost and uh and then they have like this you know he basically seduces her and like sucks on her toes rapes her yeah i mean she i don't know what does he does he He do his thing thing. i must have missed that yeah Yeah, yeah, so yeah yeah. that's absolutely yeah yeah. she's not voluntarily doing this right yeah until i must have missed that whole thing i just thought that she was just like oh the john saxon i mean let's be honest i mean mean, who would yeah exactly it's john saxon but then he like starts sucking her toes which i was like really amazed by because like that was really happening like he was actually sucking on her toes he was really looking on her hand too yeah yeah yeah. i mean there was no yeah it's a little bit of a difference so then, then like sucking on another actress's toe like in the film that's the level of commitment right. that John Saxon brings to her role. Absolutely. It was really amazing. And he ends up biting her toe, which is how she uh, 
contracts lycanthropy. But this movie just goes to some really bizarre places and has things that just seem like thrown in, don't have any bearing on anything. Um, there's like the dentist sequence. Right, right. So, you know, basically mom starts to show signs of being a werewolf. One of those is that she grows sharp, you know, kind of teeth, like canines, like a werewolf. She goes to a dentist to, I guess, try and have them worked, like, fill, you know, filled on or something. Filed. Yeah, filed, filed down. down. Right, right. Filed. So there's like this whole kind of really bad joke where he's like filing it down. I don't know. The the dentist is really bizarre. He's got a, a weird assistant. Well, the dentist has messed up teeth himself. Right. Which yeah. which which Get it? at least that is kind <laughs> of like a, a a funny on the nose sure, joke. Sure. Um. Yeah. The like when when she goes back there, it's almost like a oddly sexual yeah like the way that she's brought back there oh but th- absolutely that, that drops you know pretty quickly i mean it's at least you know in the moment uh then when she he's filing the the teeth it's also almost sexual well, but in a absolutely. different way he's like far more aggressive over at her that like mounted over her like moving back and forth right. like no question and then the the point that they're making in the movie is that the the file isn't working like he right. ruins his first file then he tries the mechanical one and that doesn't work the dremel either. the dremel yeah, yeah. Uh, trademark and then while We're not sponsored by dremel <laughs> now you yet. want to you can yeah we'll, i'll take your money Cultfollowing.co. <laughs> Are you listening, Dremel? Um, but 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 then in the meanwhile, while all this stuff's happening, you have everybody who's in the waiting room is like covering their ears and screaming. I guess because the sound oh, of the sound. file. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's terrible. Awful. But it's just, it's all done really badly. Like, it really just doesn't work at all. That's probably my least favorite sequence oh, in, yeah. in this film, yeah, is yeah. the dentist sequence. And it's like a, there's like a dude that's got really, really weird, sharp, bad teeth and comes in. And like, yeah, that whole sequence I just feel was terrible. I think there are some pretty funny jokes, but the the setup with this film is very straightforward. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's that she becomes a werewolf. She's oh no, I'm becoming a werewolf. Daughter's like oh no, my mom's becoming a werewolf. I have to figure out how to stop this. They read like you know Fangoria magazine, kind of monster squadish in that way. Totally, yeah, but yeah, way 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 worse. Way, well, <laughs> way a few quite a few levels down yeah. from that. Well, I I couldn't help but make parallels to Teen Wolf. Give mm-hmm. it up for. Your shirt. Oh yeah, Teen Wolf represent. Where the the pacing on this movie was, what is the words that I'm looking for? It's just it's just it was tough. It was it was a mess. Absolutely, it was like well the pacing because there there was there was segments that worked. And then it would just like really slow down, and it does that thing like we even talked about last uh, with our last episode, um, uh, "Dead Men Don't Die," um, where you know there was like parts where like they'd say a joke and then pause for laughter that just wasn't happening, yeah. and it's so awkward when that. Kind well, of and thing what's happens. what's more frustrating about this film is, like I said, with comparing it to Teen Wolf, there were those beats that you were expecting. It's like okay now. We've seen the cover, and I'll probably just superimpose the cover here the whole time, so it's just, you know, something is there. But it has the graduate type thing where her legs are out. 
right. and they're hairy. So yeah, then yeah. you're expecting that scene to happen, and of course it sure. happens. Right. So there are a lot of cliche things, like this is going to be a slow transformation. That scene that's didn't all have to do. be as long as it was there were, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. A lot of the scenes in this didn't happen right. yeah, as that, long that as one, they were. Yeah, that one definitely did. It, 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 it had its moment. Yeah. Like it, you it's not knew a bad where, scene. You knew where he was already going. Just get there, get it done, right. move on to the next thing, or do something a little bit more unexpected maybe in, uh-huh. in some ways i don't know what that is because i didn't i'm not writing yeah. this movie sure yeah i had more ideas for the last thing that we watched <laughs> right. as far as how you could <laughs> clean that up right but this this is so simple in so many different ways that you could have played up more with like the kinky neighbors there were so many other things during the transformation that they could have made oh yeah you know where he's this peeping tom you know looking you know at their just you know the curious neighbor factor that mm-hmm. they really could have played up there's a lot of different things that they could have played up in a better way that just wasn't stretched out. Um, well, that was pretty much all set up for the one joke, which was when he's talking to the police and he's talking about his pervert neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, it, it, after showing them do their kink dance, you know, or whatever. There was a lot of him. that. There was a lot of uh, really long road to get to a bad joke. Like you had mm-hmm. the um, the thing with the the the, new, the the reporter woman, and she is at the end doing the interviews with everybody, and she'll ask them a question, then immediately as they're answering, cut them off, right. and start to ask another question and say something else, and she won't let them talk. And then at the end of that whole thing, she's like, "How are you supposed to get a good interview with nobody?" talks like okay we get it yeah you know but it's like you you did that joke five times just to get to that punchline Uh, it's a dead men don't die yeah situation right there yeah yeah absolutely uh definitely want to call out the fantastic moment with the two old people in the car though um that was just great uh so you got the mom and she's just starting to go through a transformation starting to grow hair on her arms she's got like the teeth she's got her uh werewolf ears that just start to appear and she's just like you know she's kind of turning into like i don't know like sandy from the end of greece you know and she's just like starting to be uh you know like badass wearing your sunglasses and and then, like, she's just, like, rocking out to some, uh, like, heavy metal music, whatever, hard rock. And uh, she pulls up next to these old, like, Norman Rockwell-esque, like, old people in the car. And well, then, eating, like, a hip bone or something. Yeah, she's, like, yeah. chewing on, like, a hip bone <laughs> or something. And they, like, look over, like, what was the exact line? I remember it there. It, like, was, it was something to the effect of... <laughs> Look, it's a it's a, a singing werewolf. Yeah, yeah. It's haven't, a, haven't seen one of those in a while. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the wife just looks on, smiling. The totally. old lady that's next to him. I yeah. just love that. Like, oh, it's another singing werewolf. <laughs> yeah. Look at them. a singing werewolf. We don't see many of them nowadays, do? There's there's some there's something to be said about absurdist oh, dialogue yeah. in a, in a film when it's delivered correctly. I Absolutely. Just watched Chopping Mall, you know, for the 800th time this week. Not 800th time this week. <laughs> 800th time. Uh, and there's a line of dialogue that I always forget exists towards the end of that movie where one of the girls says, I guess I'm just not used to being chased around a mall in the middle of the night by killer robots. And she says it so straight, 
that it's just a delight oh, every so time. So good. Every time. So good. And this this reminds me of that too. It's it's dialogue well, it, that will never be said naturally. Yeah. Right. And yeah, it, yeah. it's kind of that savage Steve Holland type thing yeah, to yeah, make yeah, you know right. comment of what's happening on the screen that is completely irreverent mm-hmm. and just kind of you know it, it's it's own self contained thing. Yeah. That you would want to know more of, but you got exactly what the audience was probably thinking at the same time yeah. too in some ways i will say this this film gets really weird at the end (laughs) like i just don't even know it's like it almost turns into a completely different film yeah i don't know what happened at the end yeah it's a real big sudden it just went into we were we were cruising in sixth and it just dropped (laughs) all the way down to one yeah and rev that engine all the way to red line yeah you've got you've got uh so john saxon comes to the house basically you know to i don't know what he he talks about where babies <laughs> and so i don't know if he yeah, wants, he wants to, like, to continue the bloodline he right. wants to have where babies but they're going to live forever anyways yeah uh, so there but you've got two people you've got him and her that are both in like just really just bad werewolf makeup and well halloween masks yeah just halloween masks <laughs> like like and stuff stuffing yeah exactly to... big claws and they're just like, I mean, for what feels like forever, just fighting and destroying the uh, bedroom. And meanwhile, you've got the daughter and her friend that want to, like, stop this. And so they're trying to find something silver. And so she ends up, like, fashioning, uh, like, a bent fork at the end of a broom handle, which they, like, duct tape to it. And she's got, like, this whole outfit with, like like you know shoulder pads and a football helmet and swimming goggles and all kinds of stuff and there's like that scene where the the garage door opens up and there's just like light shining behind yeah, them. They're all silhouetted um yeah like i don't she know came what. out like the, the it reminded me of the guy the the murder party sure totally yeah uh, absolutely wearing, wearing all the uh, like the hockey gear and stuff right. or like in uh, in house oh yeah when he's you know gonna open the door and he's wearing all, all, the, padding, all the padding yeah. and everything that he possibly can you know and i ex- expect that like in a different movie that could have been a badass moment right i was really excited yeah and then it just kind of just went yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well because there's this whole thing of like while they're fighting and then the police arrive because like the pervert neighbors call the police and those i those neighbor characters were awful um and and then the police come and then they're like standing outside of the door for the longest time and talking like it's standing outside i'm like these are like the most ineffectual people on the face of the planet well not only at the front doors of the house where they stand in there a long yeah, time yeah. but then at the bedroom door they're right. standing there way too long the dad reacts in some sort of weird way yeah well he like looks in and then he comes turns around and his face is all pale you know which they just make up to him all white and then i mean because and i guess that's the joke that he's like pale because of what he saw he's in shock or yeah something, and but. he's like there's two animals fighting but then like when they go in the cop is like you know they say something about that like, oh that An that's that's your, your wife. wife and he's like well you well, gotta get, to, get know to know her <laughs> like so many jokes just like just firing blanks i mean just absolutely firing blanks yeah. at the end there i mean i i was i was pretty forgiving of this movie for a lot of it even despite its pacing issues but that ending woof it just woof (laughs) (laughs) got a a little bit uh long in the tooth you know so (laughs) so did that joke and you know john saxon was out of that whole oh absolutely he wasn't even there that he was in that suit or anything uh 
the the only other thing that I would want to bring up, and and one thing that really pissed me off, and I really don't understand, other than everything that we already talked about, when she goes back to the gypsy, mm. I don't know what <laughs> happened or Scene what missing. she was told right. or anything other than to establish at the end why the gypsy came to the house yeah to say that i knew it i predicted it oh it's so bad in order to get her payoff those extras again yeah because then they go uh, yeah so first of all there was one funny part of that so they go back to the gypsy she doesn't have an accent at that point yeah she drops it right it's so predictable but you know they're like my mom's a werewolf what do i have to do and she opens the door says you have to kill her and it closes the door i wish they just would have ended the scene there yeah Yeah. that would have been a funny little moment little absurdist thing you can even still have her come back at the end sure right because it works if they stopped it right there they said well you have to kill her if she because then because regardless even after that point she went back to her her horror loving friend who knew more about all this horror stuff and how to do it that would have still worked but instead she the gypsy invites her back into her apartment right to explain what's going on and she actually says yeah. that well let me tell you what's going on here and we don't door see shuts <laughs> That was it. I know. I know. The only thing that we kind of gather from maybe what this gypsy said was misinformation, which was more of vampire type things. Right. With wearing the garlic and having the cross, yeah. you know, things that are not associated necessarily with what the lore of, of werewolves All are. Right, well, in, let, in let's, that day. Let's, let's talk about the lore of werewolves because I, I really got to ask you guys. It's been a long time since I've really looked into any werewolf stuff i honestly can't even uh-huh. remember because the there's not there's not really v- and there much hasn't good been stuff recent, out there so. for sure uh twilight but yeah um <laughs> but but, but, but mm. uh, werewolves <laughs> can can werewolves <laughs> can werewolves uh do the the thing glamour people people? no i think they made that up for the movie okay so werewolves can't glamour people but you know they they don't there's they're turning into werewolves kind of at will pretty sure that was around a moon cycle yeah uh i mean they did show the full moon in the film so if if you know if we're talking about like the three days of a full moon okay 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 so that that works i guess and it would make sense that if he is wanting to turn her that he's going to do it at the point where he knows that it's going to be a full moon um you know so maybe that part makes sense but okay i mean there's not a ton of of lore with werewolves like it's silver bullets you know and of course the joke from monster squad is what's the second way to kill a werewolf you know and like a car crash (laughs) you know so it's like yeah yeah, exactly um you know that's the idea and that's almost like the joke in monster squad is that there is only one way and which is why literally when you explode him he comes back together which is fantastic in the monster squad but yeah no i think they just made up that whole thing because john saxon is walking around this movie almost like a vampire like yeah like sure which which is why i think the vampire stuff towards the end kind of plays again the scene plays out too long actually scratch that everything with john saxon john saxon on the porch at the end of the movie plays out wrong and too Uh long but like her actually coming back you know with the garlic and every and the cross and everything i find that funny Right. I didn't need everything explained to me afterwards. Yeah. All they, she needed to say is, hey, that's for vampires, dumbass, you know, and move on with life. For sure. But, yeah, it, it, 
everything felt more vampire in this movie than yeah, werewolf. Yeah. Oh, at absolutely. least as far as John Saxon goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. it, he didn't strike me as very werewolf wolf in it all. But it wasn't uh it wasn't an Elliot Gould misstep of he didn't know what to do with no, the character. John Saxon always knows what right. to do. Yeah. And and ultimately I can I can still see And I believed that it. I just I, I believed that he was playing uh you know a werewolf like a head totally totally you know lead can, werewolf. Can werewolves like communicate telepathically? Has that ever been done in a werewolf movie before? Um, well well in in some ways more of like the the poison in the blood as you are becoming right. wolf. Yeah, if you think American Werewolf American in Werewolf in right. London, he had a lot of nightmares. Um, right. He saw his dead friend and everything. So right. he's communicating in some way, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, I definitely think that John Saxon, you know, with his character, I, you know, I think about things like the howling, you know, and the howling, even when they're not werewolves, they still do have this kind of like sexy, cool kind of a thing about them. And I think the lore is there in terms of what he was playing. I think where it really goes off the rails is the whole glamoring thing. Like, I think that they didn't really need to do that. They wanted to fangs at all time. Sure. Totally. That that's what I think also made it more vampiric to me than werewolves. It's, they're just walking around with fangs. I <laughs> yeah, mean, they, yeah. they might not have all their hair grown out, but they're still got these really weird fangs going on. Totally. Well, and he didn't have the pointy ears, right? right. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're, they're they, I mean, they were maybe just thinking, well, it's well, maybe he didn't want to go that far with prosthetics or anything. Yeah. You know, it's like okay, the fangs are fine, uh, and the contacts or whatever. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think we're thinking about it more than the Way filmmakers did. Oh, sure, sure, <laughs> you know? sure. Um, it definitely seemed like they because we're 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 basing this all on something that doesn't actually exist. Where they sure. just they probably did it for the convenience of okay, we this is what we would like to do, and this is how we're going to do it. But I do want to ask you guys something that you know we've brought up on previous shows, which is who do you think the audience was for this? I would have said that this was aimed strictly at a teen audience if not for some of the more not necessarily direct but sexual jokes right in in the movie i mean i could see that going over a young kid's head but you know i I would think was this a pg-13 i'm assuming probably at the very most probably i mean yeah yeah it certainly isn't more than that but right but i mean uh, but you know well yeah i guess other than the four poster bed scene which maybe would have pushed it a little bit uh, not that there's any nudity or anything, there's but some nippleless side boob. Um, but it it uh, it was it was like a hard PG. There wasn't much swearing in it. There's a few yeah. shits in there yeah, and right. asshole and stuff. Yeah, like that, since I couldn't tell this whether could play it was, on TV very well. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I couldn't tell whether it was like aimed for a teenage audience or aimed for like you know a mom's audience. You know, like almost like a you know I think like kids. A, yeah. I mean, there, there's enough Fangoria references in sure. there. Sure. Sure. I mean that, and you know, famous monsters and stuff like that. I mean, it's, I think it's us. I mean, not us as yeah 
30 something 40 somethings but certainly us as you know 12 13 year olds you know yeah i gotta believe that in 89 i would have probably been you know i i don't know i still don't think i probably would have loved this movie but at least those things i would have felt very pandered to in probably a good way at that age you know i'd be like oh fangoria famous monsters that's awesome you don't see that kind of stuff that often in movies you know even having a horror convention you know in 89 it's not something you saw a whole lot of um you know and i and i like that i will say this i like the the you know the party scene thought the party scene was fine i mean unfortunately it was tempered with this whole like way too long shaving legs bit uh that was in there but i thought the party scene was pretty funny and it was some good little you know little yeah, it had it, you know it there. had the teenagery thing in there you obviously had the thing with you know teen wolf teen wolf 2 because teen wolf was 86 mm-hmm. teen wolf 2 followed that a right. year or so later right uh well even though that the original teen wolf was shelved and then once they realized oh my gosh you know he's uh, michael j fox an actual star we gotta right. put the movie out so you know whenever it was actually really made but when it actually came out blah 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 blah. i thought of lost boys a little bit i mean not Absolutely. in quality at all but Correct. i mean as far as you had the one horror centric you yeah. know friend or comic book type right friend. i absolutely thought of lost like a boys a lot version, you know, oh now i remember yeah boys. you know summer school sure had chainsaw in it yeah yeah yeah. So, I mean, it would have been something that would have captured my interest. I think the only thing that maybe might have turned me off is that it was uh, the, the female-centric cast, maybe, yeah. that I wouldn't relate to. So, maybe this was, like, the female-led um, answer to, like, Teen Wolf. But why have it be the mom? You know, they could have gone straight for the, the teenage girl. Absolutely. And yeah. it would have been something. That's why it almost made me wonder if it's that's like. That's why when you it, said, is it for moms? Yeah. Like, is this for, you know, like mom and daughter to go to together or something like that? Well, per, yeah, perhaps. I mean, I could see that. Yeah. Something that a kid might find amusing and a parent wouldn't find offensive necessarily. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, I could see it be something that yeah, uh, a kid sees at just the right age and this is like their favorite movie that they watch. Yeah, I would say if you had nostalgia year. glasses, nostalgia goggles on for this one, you'd, you know, it'd be it would be a, a little bit easier pill to swallow. Um, but yeah, I just, I, you know, I don't think it was a complete disaster. I liked it more than, you know, the, than, uh, dead men don't die. Like certainly I think there was at least a few actual chuckles in this movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, well, no boom drops. Yeah. No boom drops. Like it was an actual film, um, you know, that was, you know, again, not, there was no like flubbed lines that were in there. Um, it's certainly better than a movie like love on a leash. You know, this is, this is definitely like an actual movie. I just think there's so many um places where it just falls apart the movie is unfocused like it completely goes off the rails like it 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 at least kind of goes in and out of focus throughout the film but at the end it just goes completely off the rails i have no idea what the heck is happening there's like some weird stinger at the end thing where it's like they've they they've got everything supposedly fine and you've got the daughter and she's laying in bed and her friend calls her up and she's like oh fangoria issue did it did it did it turns out that whoever was another nonsense lore thing she's like whoever whoever kills the werewolf becomes a werewolf, yeah, werewolf a day becomes, later yeah, Un- unless later. they do something like which i didn't even catch yeah, well no she says unless you kill them you know oh, so okay. it's like okay so then like the the little you know or so the the teenage daughter then like has the fangs and then it cuts the black and then she like calls her friend it's like her voice saying come over and bring issue 43 well, 
here's the, here's the problem with that la- I, and I uh-huh. don't want to harp on this movie anymore the that last 30 seconds or a minute when this happens the, the okay another thing that really pisses me off about this movie is that the the friendship between the two and the uh, knowledge between the two and the belief between the two fluctuates mm-hmm. as per what's needed during that particular scene there 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 are many times where the 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 horror trivia girl will say you know this this and this and this and the other the teenage daughter will say oh no 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 and then that'll that'll kind of flip-flop many times we're saying my mom is a werewolf right and the the horror loving girl is saying no that's not true you know this is all just like fable stuff but then that that flip-flops again yeah. where she's like okay well this is what you have to do to to you know save your mom because you know if she is a werewolf i mean why are you all of a sudden the trust thing is keeps going yeah. back and forth bad writing the last minute same thing happens again where okay her friend calls the the teenage daughter well, i don't know why i didn't catch either of their names or remember both their names but i do remember harry lycanthrope or a throat, Harry, One, Harry throat. One's Brenda, yeah, yeah. I think. Uh, anyways, I'm just going to keep with, with the, the, <laughs> the, the path that I'm going down is that her friend calls and says, you know, the Fangoria number, da, 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 says 43, 43 is this the rule of 43, whatever. <laughs> so says that you, you, if you kill the, the lead werewolf, you, then that person totally yeah okay so i didn't know if you <laughs> no, had no, something I, going on I, between I got, the two I got, of you i got i got something when you're done okay <laughs> just, just keep please go but the inconsistency yeah. of character yeah. is mostly what right. i'm describing here is says if you if you kill the lead werewolf then you yourself 24 hours later will become the basically the new like, yeah. lead right. werewolf and she's like ah, basically you know fuck you and hangs up on her wait why yeah all this time, you have put your trust in her and asked her for advice, and you just tell her, you just tell her, no, I'm not listening to you anymore. Right. And then once she re- then she feels the fangs, and then that's when she calls her back and says, "Come and on." And she's over. like, "Come right. over and bring issue 43." What? What are you talking about? Because well, she doesn't well, believe know, her. So she needs bad. to see it in print in Fangoria. And if you and I have old issues of Fangoria, <laughs> if you read the articles in there right. or any, anything, yeah. they're terrible. Oh, oh yeah. god, they yeah. are the worstly written things I've ever read in my life. Wow, like fifth grade type yeah. stuff. Wow. Sometimes I thought the people who were writing letters for the letters column were the same people writing articles. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> uh, it, it was it was real bad. Also. What? Why I kept having my hand over my head a minute ago. Fangoria started in 1978. Issue 43 didn't come out in 1978. Right. right. Oh, it's right. It's just like if you're right. going to go down the path that you go down of having nerd shit and, yeah. and nerd references, just be accurate about it. Totally. You want to have a girl who says, I've seen Galaxina 800 times? No, you haven't. Why would you do that to yourself? Right. But, <laughs> but uh, um, you're awfully young to be obsessed with Dorothy Stratton. <laughs> but but um, 
at least follow that through consistently yeah. Agreed. you know to to, yeah. to the end but yeah, that no. was just all surface level it's, it was it's, just, but right, it's no. it's a specific reference Sure. If you if you were talking about a made up magazine and said issue forty three, totally. you know, represents they wanted that's that fine. Fangoria money. Yeah, they wanted yeah, the Gore yeah. Zone money. And that's it wasn't true. it wasn't even money. I what it what it was. I it was like coverage. You know, oh, it's yeah. like they knew yeah, if yeah, they yeah. just threw in Fangoria's name a lot, that maybe they they, could they would get, the get back a piece. cover ad yeah. spot. Yeah, know, absolutely. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I would say you know, again, this movie's not a complete piece of shit. Goes completely off the rails. I don't know if I would recommend it. However. John Saxon is fan freaking tastic. Granted, he's fantastic in everything, but I thought he was just so awesomely bizarre in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's a role that I haven't seen him play before. I mean, he's in a lot of great movies, but he's a you know a little serious in a lot of things. I mean, this is him just having a blast. He's having a really good time. You know, just being like bizarrely sexually predatory. Um, you know, and if you you know if you want to see John Saxon suck a toe, you know, like. <laughs> I just I can't saying. think of any other example. Lick a hand. <laughs> yeah, lick a hand, uh, suck a toe. Eat a um, mouse. Yeah. You uh Crawl you said this movie is on Amazon? Is that what you said? I believe it's on Prime, yes. Okay, cool. If we haven't completely turned you off of this movie yet. Yeah. You can get it on but, Amazon. But I mean Prime. if it is on Amazon Prime and you happen to have Prime, then you can, you know, if you don't want to watch the whole movie, at least fast forward, watch some of the John Saxon scenes. It's definitely I would say it's worth it. You know, and, and most of those come in like the first like forty minutes, you know. Right. Yeah, so. I was kind of bummed out by this one. I thought it'd be more entertaining than it was. I yeah. was I was entertained, and then I got let down. Like yeah. I actually yeah. was on board with this for like two thirds of the totally. movie. Totally, like, same deal. Even, yeah. even when there was some bad parts to it, right? And uh, have either of you guys seen uh, a Polish vampire in Burbank? No. no. Okay, that's this. It's another Mark Pirro joint. He actually directed it, uh, which wrote this movie. Mm-hmm very similar in that it's just madcap silliness through the entire thing but gotcha. it, it, it yeah right and i think it would have been more fun as a vampire movie <clears throat> yeah it totally. feels more like a vampire movie right yeah. but i they, i guess they wanted to have those crazy you know like they you know you they wanted have the leg, wolf money yeah you couldn't have the legs shaving scene it almost seems i really like, like the, whole, the mom yeah yeah i, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think you know, it, it, credit where it's due I, I just want to get that in there before we wrap up. I think she really committed to the role. Totally. Yeah. And she, and she I, I liked her a lot. And I think the things that I don't like about her performance aren't because of her. They're because they just went on too long. Right. And I don't really blame her for that. But I think she was doing the best she could. Mm-hmm. You know, she, you know, allowed John Saxon to suck her toe. So, just saying. <laughs> I mean, I mean that happened. That's why she took the role. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the thing as an actress. Like, yeah, you know, John Saxon's gonna suck your toe. It's gonna happen. This is gonna be a thing. I mean, that's the movie's claim that that was the moment of the film. Other than the uh, she was working the, for scale, at that I was like, point. I was like, is well, this happening? <laughs> I mean, we never saw the toe and the face in the same. It could have been frame. a toe double. It could have been a foot double. But like, I don't know. Like the way they cut. Like I was like, I think that's actually her foot. Yeah, I, definitely I don't think, think they really. Had a choice, at, yeah. You know, at that you know? point, and I was like, "That's just I can't say I've seen that happen a lot in film." Um, that's just a really interesting. Kind of want to meet John Saxon and talk to him about that. <laughs> yeah. Forget yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. You I get... want to talk about the toes. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, okay. Well, that was uh, my mom's a werewolf. Yeah. Uh, 
again, I already, well, we already talked about cultfollowing.co so many times that I don't want to talk about cult, cultfollowing.co, but, uh, you know, I've heard there's a bunch of stuff that's on there. So much. Um, so much stuff. And now uh, Victor and Kirby have uh, started doing their, their horror podcast, yep. mm-hmm. which is fantastic. So go uh, check that out. Horror they have that, cult, I believe it's called. They have that on uh, both YouTube and on SoundCloud and iTunes and all that jibber-jabbers. Beware um, uh, some us spoilers in there that just get liberally dropped so uh just warning for yeah. anybody that hasn't seen us yeah. do they, do they, do they give a warning or that just, just no. happen no so it's just, it's just that's just a victor form. special okay. <laughs> it's okay uh, <laughs> but i just yeah. want to warn anybody i was like i've seen the movie but uh you know definitely just keep aware that it's a newly out on blu-ray so if you haven't seen that movie yet watch it and then listen because they do discuss it a little bit this episode we spoiled my mom <laughs> <laughs> definitely yeah, yeah no all these are just spoiler terrific <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah okay bye bye me 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 me